Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. It is another mining episode, uh, but this one is just going to be me talking about my experiences and what's going on in the mining world um, and other things, too. Um, I've got a, a list, but I haven't done one of these in a while, and I thought you guys would want to hear the firsthand uh, account as to what it has been like mining Bitcoin at home. Um, and it's been a journey. Um, but before we get into that journey, I want to thank again the Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet for sponsoring us. And go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off and, uh, you know, secure your keys because uh, not your keys, not your cheese. Get it off the exchange and uh, make sure you're protecting your Bitcoin before all the exchanges are insolvent um, because that seems to be the theme of this cycle. So, um, yeah, and also uh, Movies Plus. Yeah, you're going to want to check out Movies Plus. Go to mymoviesplus.com and uh, you can find it in the app stores. You're going to want to uh, sign up. There's a promo code you can use uh, where you're working with SWAN. Use promo code SWAN and you will get a hefty discount on your subscription. And the good news is, is that it'll basically be free because then we will hook you up with Swan with the ability to uh, get uh, free Bitcoin. And um, yeah, we're working with Swan. We have, uh, I don't know if you have seen, if you ha- if you are a subscriber already to the to Movies Plus, but um, but we have Hard Money with Natalie Brunel. We have her weekly news show that's produced by, uh, by Swan Studios and then also in conjunction with uh, Bitcoin Magazine. Um, so we have that show available and there's other things that we uh, are going to be working on with them. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're just very happy to, you know, like their vision and, uh, and we couldn't be happier to be uh, working with Swan um, here as we go forward. And also um, we have like other ones too. I think you guys would be interested in um, like uh, there's the rise of Jordan Peterson documentary is on there. Um, and I've, I think there's like five or six total Bitcoin docs um, and we're just adding them pretty frequently. Um, but we're adding like other stuff too. That's just kind of cool. There's a Beatles one, like a docu-series on the Beatles and just other stuff. So we're adding it uh, left and right. There's a Kevin Hart. If you're into stand-up comedy, there's a Kevin Hart stand-up special that we got. It's from literally 2006. And I will admit the quality is a little bit low fi um but but it's uh it's comedy and it's good and it's funny and um and it's pretty much unheard because i'm sure you didn't not a lot of people knew about him back then um funny quick side story so my friends used to produce rap beats even more funny side story is that way back in the day me and my best friends uh we we used to be rappers real ones yeah we were rappers um this is the most probably the most embarrassing phase of our lives um and that includes a phase where we all had bowl cuts and my two friends who were twins they they also had harry potter-esque glasses so they they looked like harry potter and i just looked like a uh i don't know i don't know what i looked like but i had a bowl cut with a mullet um so yeah so a bowl cut with a mixed with a mullet and they had uh they looked like harry potter and that phase was less embarrassing than our rapping phase. Um, but anyways, what came of that was interesting because um, they were really good at producing rap beats. 
and so we um we made some raps uh rap beats and then uh and then they started selling them and um one thing led to another and then we got like we became friends with some of the Steelers and and they invited us to like Super Bowl parties and so anyways yeah so we got to know like through their rapping and doing uh, rap beats we got to know um we got to know some of the Steelers which is pretty cool maybe I'll share that story another actually okay so one of them um I think I was 20 years old or 19 when the Steelers won Super Bowl 40 and um and one of the players was buying rap beats from them and then they had uh, a Super Bowl party after you know not the day of but um when they got their Super Bowl rings and or whatever and they had a party and he invited us to it and we're like these like nerdy kids are like uh okay we're gonna look real cool all of a sudden um so yeah we uh we went down and uh if my children are listening in the future, your father was totally 21 years old when this happened. Um, but I think it was a 21 and older club and uh, or something like that, whatever it was. And uh, they were asking for IDs at the door. And I had uh, one of the Steelers come out and put his arm around me and walk me through past the and told the security guards that I was I was cool. I was with them. And I was like, all right, that's pretty much the coolest thing that's happened. Um, it's a really fiat mindset and, you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but as a 19 year old, I was like, all right, I'm not the loser that everybody thought I was. Turns out I still am. Um, still am the loser. Everybody thought I'm <laughs> not kidding. I have uh, more self-esteem than that, but, uh, you know, it's all in your mind people. Um, so anyways, yeah. Oh, the, so the side <laughs> totally got derailed in the conversation, but, um, so with them doing rap beats, there was, Oh, there was this group of rappers that were hosting there were local Pittsburgh rappers, um, which other than, you know, like Wiz Khalifa and um, uh, what's his name? The guy that uh, that, that uh, died a couple of years ago. Um, shame that I remember his name. Um, uh, but other than them, you know, there's not too many big Pittsburgh rappers. So there's some Pittsburgh rappers that were having a, a concert of some sort and like a party and whatever and part of it was kevin hart um doing stand-up so uh that was like i mean i he was literally no described on the flyer as kevin hart comedian kevin hart the guy that was in 40 year old virgin he was like in that one scene um trying to get a discount on the tvs um, so that's that's how he was known back then. Um, and then he blew up to like huge stardom. And it was pretty cool because um, then once he was doing like arenas and stuff, I think when he just started doing arenas, um, my wife was doing marketing at the arenas, uh, the arena downtown. And so she actually got to meet him, too. So um, he's a cool dude. Um, and I hope uh, I hope, uh, you know, he keeps pushing on. I just saw him on Shark Tank, actually. And uh and he he's pretty business savvy so excited to see that but yeah if you want to see an old kevin hart uh you know unseen comedy clip uh it's uh you go check that out on uh, my on movies plus but uh we're also i'll get into that more later because we have some big things going down with movies plus really big really really big um like this week there will be probably headlines about it so excited don't want to hype it too much but i also am staring at like the details of it on a 
notepad here and i'm like holy crap we're we're gonna get canceled to to hell and back um so anyways bitcoin mining um it's noisy uh, so I, I have some videos. I think I'll make a YouTube video eventually, I guess in, I've been just lazy about it. I don't know. I, re- I recorded videos when I was plugging it in the first time, but I mean, holy cow is that thing loud. Um, and so I've said it on some other podcasts, but like, I'm on like, I'm in like the middle side of the top floor of our house and it's tucked away in the back corner of the other side of the house like the back side of the house with in the basement by the boiler and if i take my earbuds out right now i could hear it um i think yeah i mean it's i put it in low power mode um to just i test the profitability which i'll talk about that in a second um but uh but yeah the um it's i plugged it in the first time i plugged it in and it like starts off and it's like and i was like oh that's not too bad that's not too noisy and then it goes like like real loud (laughs) um and i thought oh my god if this is how it stays i have to throw this machine away um but don't worry when you hear that it's i think it's just when you turn the uh miner on it's like finding its balance um so it like then ramps up the speed of the fan and then comes down to like where it needs to be. Um, so all in all, it's been, it's like, we've managed the noise. I had it in regular power mode. I haven't put it in high power mode cause God only knows what's going to happen then. Um, but I had it in regular power mode. Um, and it was noisy enough that like after a couple days, like, I said to my wife, I said, so um, this is noisier than I thought it was going to be. And she was like, yeah. Um, So, you know, if you are a single person, then you can deal with it. Just go with it. But uh, if you have a wife and kids, you have to be mindful of the fact that you have something really noisy that you're bringing into the house. Um, So if it's going to stay in normal mode, then I'm going to build a black box around it. Instead of, I mean, unless unless upstream like sends me one to like sponsor it ASAP, then I probably I probably will just build one because not being like cheap, I just I you know I, I like uh, you know I, on the last podcast I think I think the last one that aired was me talking with Rob Warren about his DIY you know black box and he has the instructions and everything and and sometimes I like to just do things on my own. Um, which, you know, I think is very common for Bitcoiners. We like to, you know, just uh, be self-sovereign, self-sufficient, do things on our own. So I wanted to um, wanted to make sure that I, you know, try that first. Um, and then as I expand my operation, uh, get into the, uh, the black boxes, ETC, but uh, et cetera, for those that uh, aren't picking up what I'm putting down. But um, yeah, so it, it's a little noisy, but in low mode, I was like, I honestly, the first couple of days, I was like stressed about it. Like hearing the noise was stressing me out, which isn't healthy because I was like, oh my God, like this is a bad thing. Um, I got kind of used to it. Um, and then whenever I, I started like oscillating day, like one day I'd put it in low power mode and let it run like that for 24 hours and then put it in high power mode and um, 
and noise wise low power mode um is totally fine like there's a little bit of a hum um now the downside is is it drops your tera hash from like when i was in regular power it was getting up to like 115 it's advertised as 110 tera hash but in regular power mode it was getting like 115 to 130 on a regular basis um but in low power mode it's getting like 95 basically is what the average um and so you're obviously getting less bitcoin per uh, uh per block that's found by your pool um but it it's caught it's using less electricity so one, one of the things i want to talk about is i'm i'm in the process of figuring out and once i have like it's probably gonna take me a couple months because i want to have two clean months running at the same power uninterrupted for the same number of days or at least if i can get two week stretches where like i don't have to turn it off at all because i haven't had to turn it off for about a month but like my sister and brother-in-law and baby nephew will be staying with us like this upcoming weekend and the guest room is on the other side of the wall that the miners on so i'm probably gonna turn it off uh you know just so that my three-month-old nephew uh can actually sleep um but uh you know if i can get un- uninterrupted stretches because i was doing day by day switching the terra hat or switching the power mode up and down but with a block if you are into it and you using something like slush pool, which is what I'm using, um, it, it is a variable, you know, some like there'll be times where it's like, they get like three blocks in a row, which is rare. Some every once in a while they get two blocks in a row. Um, but, uh, then sometimes it'll go like nine, 10 hours without solving a block. Um, and I think the longest I've seen, it goes like 13 hours without solving a block. Um, so, Anyways, you need a longer period of time to, you need a longer sample to be able to judge the efficiency. But Rob had said, and there's other people I've talked to that said they have friends that swear that in low power mode, you actually get a better bang for your buck um, as far as the electricity. So you, you know, for every dollar of electricity, you know, right now with a low Bitcoin price, let's just hypothetically say for every dollar of electricity that you use in normal mode, maybe you get a dollar 40 in bitcoin but for every dollar of electricity you use in normal mode you get a dollar and 50 in bitcoin so it's you know but you get less bitcoin so it's just it, it all comes down to how you are planning on doing it. if you're trying to be more efficient and profitable or if you're just trying to cram as much bitcoin into your bitcoin wallet as possible before the happening so um yeah i i i'll have a longer study there but right now i'm running in low power mode just for the noise sake um and uh and i want to have i want to be able to make sure that i get uh sorry for the oh my god sorry i was exhausted um but uh i'll get uh i'll get some studies on that and um, and I'm going to work on moving the ASIC over to, um, one, like, I'm going to test something, I think with my brother-in-law this weekend when he's here, if I can get the supplies, um, is putting an extra outlet and he's a, he's an electrical engineer, so I can do it with him. Um, uh, 
you know, so I always recommend get a certified electrician. I had a certified electrician put in the first one, but, um, but yeah, I want to make sure that, uh, that anything additional, cause I figured once I did that and plus my brother-in-law is out of state. So whenever he comes in, I could have him look at it and he'll see, he'll just go off of what they did. Um, and, uh, so anyways, we're going to run a new line out into the storage area under our house and, um, I can vent the exhaust right outside. Um, there's a, you know, vent there. Um, cause I was going to drill a hole in the ceiling and then up into the laundry room and then like out the window or I was going to come out like a little space that I had where I could put a tube, but you're going to want an eight inch exhaust. Um, and it doesn't sound like it's that big, but like when you get an eight inch like PVC tube or, you know, HVAC tube, you're gonna be like, Oh my God, it's a lot bigger than I thought. Um, so you're going to want eight inches though, because otherwise, um, I've had, you know, Adam O told me at the conference and a couple other people have mentioned, they said six inches is definitely going to choke off the exhaust and it's going to, um, make it, uh, potentially overheat. Um, so anyways, uh, and then also, you know, it'll cut down on the noise if it's out there, but I'm figuring in the summertime below the heat out there and like directly outside and then wintertime, just switch it over to the one that I have by the boiler where I'm going to put a duct that goes straight into my um, HVAC system and just blows the heat into the house. So I, I don't like winter and I want summer, this beautiful summer weather that I'm staring at to stay here forever, but um, we will definitely be, um, will definitely be uh in uh it'll be interesting and i'm excited to see uh how this winter goes and potentially not having to heat my house at all that would be great um so anyways uh yeah that uh trying to think what other thoughts i had on the minor itself um oh and like so the in inline fans I put that in the show notes with uh, Rob, the last episode. So check that out. He talked about it. Um, but inline fans really help with the noise because it's not going to get rid. It's not going to make there be less heat, um, which I'll say like right now, I think I told you guys before, but I have it in the boiler room, which is off of our like exercise room. And that is off of the basement. So it's pretty removed so it doesn't really affect the heat of the basement i don't think our air conditioner is running more because of the um because of the asic it i mean it could be a tad but it's not excessive it's not heating the house we're not having trouble keeping the house cool um but i don't have much to judge that by because like we this is our first summer in this house so i don't know you know, how much we would normally be running the um, AC. And I also don't have like meters checking each thing yet. I probably will get there eventually where I'll have like a meter on every line coming out of the breaker boxes. Um, and, you know, if it make my house as efficient as possible. But um, uh, what was I talking about? The, the, the ASIC, the heat. Oh, the inline fan. So the inline fan um what it does is it pumps in more heat or more air to cool off, which then requires your fans that are on the actual miner 
to run uh, at a slower speed, making them quieter. So inline fans specifically help with the noise. So that's something that I want to fool around with to see how that works because, um, like I said, the noise is probably the biggest factor, like the heat. Oh, the reason I brought up the heat with the exercise room and everything there is that the heat doesn't get to the rest of the house. It escapes, I think, up into the the rooms that are above there, but it's right next to the garage. So it kind of like, I think, seeps outside pretty easily. I could be wrong. I'll find out and I'll update you guys in the future if I am wrong. But um, it makes like the exercise room and the boiler room are like a steady 80 degrees. Um, and, uh, and that's, uh, so it's pretty warm and, uh, it helps you, you know, get your sweat on <laughs> when you're exercising for sure. But, um, uh, so yeah, if you're going to put it in like a random room in your house, it's going to make, I like, <laughs> let's just say if you, if you're someone that has like an extra bedroom or something that you want to plug it in, First of all, prepare for the noise. Second of all, put it right next to the window and just in the summertime here, pump that heat straight out. Um, I'd recommend it in your garage if possible, um, where especially if you have a garage below your living uh, dwelling, then, you know, it'll heat your it'll heat your house pretty easily just through osmosis. Um, but the, the inline fan, the more it the because the the fans that are on the ASIC, they're not like cheap. They're you know, they're probably they could probably could be better, but um, but they are loud. It's the fan itself that makes the noise. Um, and so the, there's other inline fans that you can get for like HVAC systems that are quieter. Um, so I want to get one. Rob, show me one. But what I did in the interim was I actually took, like, we had one of those, God, I don't know, it's probably, like, two feet long, two feet wide, or, you know, 18-inch or whatever uh, fan, like, one of those ones that you plug in for outside, like, you know, we put it, like, if it's a really hot day, working in the garage or something like that, with the doors open, then, you know, one of those types of fans that can sit on the ground, and, um, uh, or, you know, like, if my in-laws are over, and my father-in-law is you know, I had heart surgery before and stuff like that. It's a hot day, you know, blow the fan on him so that, you know, my mother-in-law doesn't stress and worry that he's going to, you know, overheat or anything like that. Um, so one of those fans, uh, the anti-overheater of in-laws fan, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just, I got one of those. I propped it up on a chair and like put it maybe a foot behind the intake fan of the, uh, the miner and just put it on full blast um so that thing is running 24 7 with the miner and i think it did help with the noise um so uh i don't i didn't check decibel levels but i can tell you over the last month it's been much much quieter which has been a breath of fresh air so um you know it the uh, inline fans i think i'm gonna try and get an an eight inch one that is supposed to be quiet but also where you know move a lot of air more air than is needed for the asic and pump that through um and uh and then i'll worry about the heat next and then possibly building my own uh black box uh because uh if uh, 
I talked about it with Rob and you know I put his details in the show notes the last one. I guess I'll, I'll grab those and put them in this show notes as well. Um, but uh, like uh, Steve uh, Steve Barber with Upstream, which by the way, I think I'm interviewing him tomorrow, so he'll probably be next week's episode. Um, uh, he put out you know the the drawings of what he came up with for the black box um and then and then rob took those and and did them so you can basically get like this sheet i think it's an eight foot by four foot sheet of plywood and then you can get the asphalt impregnated board or whatever it's called um is one of the layers um and it comes like if you go to home depot or lowe's it comes in an eight foot by four foot sheet um so steve and rob had like have drawn out how to cut all the pieces and you can literally cut them out of that sheet without any waste. Um, so take it to your, you know, I went to home Depot. I didn't buy it yet. I was just kind of like scouting it while we were there getting like gardening stuff. And I asked them, I said, if I bring this to you, do you guys like cut it to those measurements? And they said, yeah, we'll do it. So, um, you know, I think, Technically, they say they're not supposed to be doing professional, you know, measurement project cuts or something like that. But like, you know, the guys at the store, like, yeah, I mean, we do it all the time. You know, if you come in and, you know, they're not going to do like, <laughs> they're not going to do cuts down to like, you know, like fine tooth for, you know, like nice furniture or, you know, you're replacing stairwells and, you know, the they, nice handrails, stuff like that. They're not probably going to do that. Um, but, you know, if you have a board and you're going to cut it into like, 15 pieces they'll do it um so i would recommend you do that um and then once you bring it home you know just with your your own saw you could probably um probably figure out uh, how to to rough it if you need to like you know trim any edges or whatnot also for transportation rob put this in his article but for transportation it definitely definitely will help because a four foot board is not even going to fit in my SUV. I'd have to borrow uh, somebody's truck and you know how that goes. You only want to ask to borrow somebody's truck when you really, really need it because uh, that's pretty annoying. Um, so anyways, and it's a noise. So, I mean, the price of an ASIC, if you're looking to get one, I would get one now because I've seen them around with the price of bitcoin being down to the 20k i've seen the price of bitcoin or of miners drop even below 5000 like 4500 in some cases for a decent miner um so if you're if you're looking to get in and let's just say you had you're you're looking at a a pile of savings cash that you haven't put into bitcoin yet and you're looking to buy it now would be a great time um, cause when I bought, it was like 8,800 bucks or something like that. Um, so it, but I will say I actually was like pretty much on zero. Um, so I wasn't pulling money out of my bank account to buy that. I, I had to exchange Bitcoin for the miner. Um, so I have... I, it was 0.22 Bitcoin, and whenever I did it, because the price was like like 40, let's see, was it 40,000? Um, yeah, it was at 40,000. It was 0.22 Bitcoin, for, and so the price was $8,800. Now, right now, 
um, at forty thousand or twenty thousand dollars. Point two two Bitcoin is forty four hundred dollars, but I'm seeing a lot. Most ASICs are around five. I think the same one that I bought is around five thousand. Um, you know, I think it's actually a little bit above five thousand for the hundred and ten terahash. So. You know, I don't, want, don't quote me on the prices, but my point being is that it will be, it will be cheaper in Bitcoin terms if you are converting Bitcoin into, um, into an ASIC instead of cash into an ASIC. So, um, so yeah, I would definitely uh, buy one now. Um, if it's if you're on zero and you have to sell Bitcoin, it actually probably be cheaper in a little bit in the future, but. Um, and the profitability, it isn't hugely profitable right now. So people price and they're like, wow, like, boy, it sucks for you. You bought a miner and the price of Bitcoin just puked. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks, but uh, I'm hodling. So, and I've mentioned before to people, you know, it's a good way to get your clean KYC free Bitcoin. Um, but it also is, uh, it will be profitable in the long run. I know it will be. Um, and and so right now like i have i'll pull up the numbers of what it's doing um but uh but profitability wise like i was my first full month of electricity i think our electric bill had added like we've added something like 230 dollars um but i think I had, I mean, it's not huge. I think I mined like two hundred and fifty or sixty dollars worth of Bitcoin that month. Um, so we're like, you know, pretty close. I think if they get down to like thirteen grand, and my electricity is eleven cents per uh, kilowatt hour. Um, if it got down to, uh, if it got down to thirteen k, uh, we'd be basically break even, uh, roughly, give or take. Um, but I'm not really caring about that. I'm just rolling with it and uh, letting this go um, because the price isn't staying there forever. Um, and uh, anyways, so yeah, you get profitability. Isn't that great? Um, but it will eventually kick back up. We all know that. Um, and I look at it as this. I'm, it's a KYC free DCA that I'm doing. Um, cause even if that one miner right now is only making, uh, $270 a month and it costs me $230 a month. So I'm getting a $40, you know, bonus, uh, in sats or discount in sats. Um, even if it's, if that's all it's doing right now, then, uh, and it might even be worse than that. I, I honestly, I'm telling you guys pretty like off the cuff here, just not looking at like a spreadsheet. Um, it'll in the long run, I know it'll be fine. And then the profitability will pick up. Um, but really uh, what I need to get to is to the point where I've recouped the 0.22 Bitcoin. So out of the profits of my, so making $40 in profit a month, it's going to take a while to do that. But, um, you know, the price will rebound. It'll kick up or i hope a bunch of people just get scared off here and the difficulty goes down and i mine more bitcoin at this low price and we stay at this low price for a while and i just buy more um 
so yeah profitability it uh you know isn't huge but then again like I, my mindset was to like if you're buying a business how what business can kick off free cash flows immediately uh not many so if you are um buying one and it's like right now the profitability is low that's a bummer but at least it's still profitable from a business perspective you're not losing money um and uh and then getting into it just opens doors for you like so i have some different business opportunities i've been talking to different people and we're we're you know looking at mining bitcoin off of stranded natural gas and and uh all these things that honestly would not be coming up if I wasn't exploring this, this Bitcoin mining world. Um, so yeah, I just, I recommend you get into it because the one, it's not a bad decision in the long run. If you have a low time preference, it's not a bad decision. And in the long run, you will learn a ton um, and it will uh, open your eyes to this new side of, uh, of Bitcoin. So yeah, uh, that's, Pretty much what I have. Well, so oh, I got to talk to you guys about Movies Plus. So, um, so you guys have been a huge supporter of the platform, and I couldn't be happier. Oh, by the way, shout out against to the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch/slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to use. Get five percent off. One breath. I did it all in one breath. Um, yeah, shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple, get the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet and get your keys off the exchange. Um, Movies Plus, so this isn't me just shilling it. This is me just talking about it as a business owner. Um, So you guys can get a little insight as to what's going on in my brain and what goes on in the brain of us uh, entrepreneurs. Because sometimes I wonder if we are just insane for what we put ourselves through. Um, But like, I'll tell you, like, I mean, things are all right. Like we're just kind of like cruising along and and breaking even, doing okay. Cash was slowly building, but it wasn't like nothing was like the big growth that I wanted it to be. And I kind of just felt listless, like felt like rudderless, where it was just like, come on, something's got to kick. You know, I'm trying to kick all these things into motion, and I can't share the details at the moment, but you guys will see it because I'm recording this, you know, literally Monday morning, um, like first thing and putting it out there. So uh, it'll be out this, you know, afternoon or whatever. Um, And I later this week we'll have our news and headlines about uh, what we're announcing, I think, coming out at least over the next couple of weeks. Um, But we're about to make some waves uh, and I think it'll be good for business. Um, but it also, it's gonna, it's gonna cause a, uh, a shit storm. Um, and it's going to come flying right in my face, uh, just for being a platform that, uh, partners with certain things. So, um, I have felt alive ever since we started to kick this up again. And it's, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, you know, there's no worse feeling than whenever you're just like rudderless and you're just sitting there, you're like pulling on the the cord on the engine trying to get the boat to start and you're like in like the the current it's basically the best analogy is you're on a river and the current is taking you forward so if you just sit still and don't do anything you're still moving forward but it's not satisfying it's not getting you where you want to go you have to get the engine to start um 
So that is what a entrepreneur goes through. It's just, you know, sweating bullets entirelessly pulling that cord over and over and over again um, to the point that you think you're just insane and nothing's ever going to work. Um, but you have to keep at it. And just when you feel like you're at your wits end, that's whenever things, uh, whenever all of a sudden um, things start to seem to make sense, you seem to start pushing the right buttons. So I think I'm pushing the right buttons right now. And you guys will find out over the coming weeks because uh, it's going to be interesting. But uh, it's, int- you know, so I'm going to refer to God in this sense, but uh, you should, you know, if you don't want to look at it that way and you want to look at it as the universe or whatever, however you, you know, get your chi and, you know, whatever, um, you know, view it through your own lens. Uh but uh, I realized I was like at a moment of just like, I was like, God damn it. Like nothing's working. What the hell do I have to do? Um, and I basically realized that I was trying to control everything that happened. And, you know, so like you have to let God take control and if you want to talk about the universe, you have to let the universe take control. Um, but let fate play out. And your hesitancies about certain things will get in the way and make you stop fate from playing out. Stop what's supposed to happen from happening because you're scared, because you're intimidated. And to be honest with you, I was not for the reason. I'm not going to disclose the reasons why, but I, I was. And I realized I had been for like a year and just been like hesitant and being like, you know, looking up at the heavens, like, all right, dude, you put me in this position. Um, why isn't anything working at the moment? And so this is, sounds a little storybook, but it was like, I was talking to my dad about it, like frustrations of business late one night recently. And, and then he said, you know, you just have to let go and trust and, in God. And, you know, you have to let, let, trust the process, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, I haven't been doing that this whole time. And as soon as I realized that, as soon as I realized that it was my own fears getting in the way. Um, I mean, I'm saying like literally the next 48 hours was nothing, but everything coming up roses, everything coming up aces. I was crushing it and everything, everything, every button I was pushing was the right button to push. Um, and ever since then, it really hasn't slowed down, um, you know, so it was just one of those things. It was like I had that realization the next day things were on fire and going well. And I and I told my wife, I said, I said, this is the realization I had. And I explained like, you know, because I was basically being a wuss and like afraid to afraid of what was to come um, and letting my fear control me and um and letting fear control you is like the worst thing you could do um and so i always try to make sure my fears don't control me um and and i was letting fear control me for a while and i told her i said you know but this is what is going to happen if i you know like we go forward here are you are you prepared for that are you prepared to deal with me which is basically what she has to do she has to you know hold me together and and help me push forward or help me guide me like in the right way to ignore things whatever you know however it works and she was like 
yeah, let's go for it. Um, so that's uh, that's how we've done things in the past. That's how we, you know, I was hesitant about bringing on uh, the the Trump movie, you know, just because I was kind of like nervous what was going to happen. You know, I liked being in the shadows selling movies. I think I said this recently on a couple of podcasts, but, you know, I don't like as much. I run a podcast, so it sounds like I like being in the in the um, spotlight, but I don't. Um, and I might have mentioned this before on the podcast, but like this was a test to get me out of our, my comfort zone and like learn more about Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. But the actual idea of making a podcast was like, okay, Corey, you have to get out of your comfort zone and try new things because if you're not trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone, you're not growing. And so it was like, I guess I was getting stale. It's like, I could have just slowly sold movies for the rest of my life and, you know, had a quiet life and, you know, just drifted off into the abyss. Um, But that wouldn't be a purposeful life. That wouldn't be, um, that wouldn't be living with purpose. So here I am living with purpose. And I'm here to tell you, plebs, that I appreciate your support in that uh, in that fight, because as you know, my fight with Movies Plus is a fight for freedom of speech, um, and so we are fighting tooth and nail to preserve freedom of speech. And uh, in it, you guys make up a ton of the content that's viewed, um, because whether it's the general public that are our subscribers or you guys. Um, you know, most of the content that's watched is like always Bitcoin content is always landing in the top 10 of like our weekly streams. So, uh, so you guys have to be going there and listening and watching. Um, and I really appreciate that because, you know, this, this platform movies plus has thus far been built just by plebs. Uh, it's, it's a pleb platform at the moment, obviously at some point, when we reach critical mass, it'll, you know, there'll be more than just plebs that are subscribing. And I mean, there's more than just plebs subscribing now, but I really say that you guys support, you know, on the support end outside of financial, but just supporting the cause. Um, But, uh, you know, it will truly have started as a pleb built platform and, uh, and will stay that way and stay true to the Bitcoin message. So, Anyways, that is enough from me. I think I've been rambling for a while. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys got something out of this with the mining and what you're doing at home. If you want to get into it, I suggest you do it. And, uh, yeah, please, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, We have some headlines coming out. and Keep supporting us. We really appreciate everything you guys do, not just at the podcast, but also at Movies Plus. And one more shout out to the support we receive from Shift Crypto with the bitbox o2 hardware wallet our sponsor get your keys off the exchange go to bit uh, go to shiftcrypto.ch slash bitcoin made simple use the promo code bitcoin made simple to get five percent off and secure your keys all right guys i appreciate all of you i appreciate you listening and i will talk to you next time